0: Hello and welcome to Southwest News Media Sports Podcast, Sports for Dummies. I'm Todd Ablin with Dan Huss, Eric Croucher, and Tom Chardon. For the week of March 8, 2019, we're talking about the State High School Hockey Tournament and our favorite memories from covering it over the years, boys' basketball playoffs and section realignments, which are expected to come out in the next few days.
1: Well, did you guys miss me last week?
2: No. Yeah, I don't think so. (laughs) Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Can't believe we pulled it off without you. Well, I simply just assumed since our producer was a way that you guys would just bail, and so I stayed at home with the kid. But way to go, team. Way to put together a quality product. And
3: We wanted to do the best of cross sure tweets, the- but we couldn't pull it off. And oh.
1: I'm sure it's been the most listened to podcast because of that. Probably. Yeah. Did you guys mention last week how painfully awful our predictions for the boys hockey Uh, Champions are. None of us had Eden Prairie.
2: I think we started with that. Wait, 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 wait. (laughs)
1: You didn't didn't listen? Did you hear what we talked about? I mean, uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I forgot to. It's it's on my podcast list, though.
2: I think we did mention Eden Prairie, but we certainly didn't mention Holy Family.
1: No, but we we all went around the table and said who our champions were going to be. Tom said (coughs) Chaska.
3: I thought, yeah, I went, I went brave. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and the rest of us, I think, went Minnetonka, even Dan, all, all the tradition, Eden Prairie. Uh, what do you think the difference was in for Eden Prairie getting through?
2: Well, they're getting better goaltending now, and, yeah. and once they put Jensen on the ice as much as he can stay on the ice, <laughs> yeah. they've, they've been a lot
3: better. I think we did give you credit. I think I did give you credit about how Minnetonka's offense was going in the, going down the tubes, and you mentioned that.
1: Yeah, and I think that, I mean, I thought coming into the season their scoring depth was going to be an issue. Somehow they were scoring at high clips, um, and I think it's just one of those things at the end of the year to start playing some late conference uh, opponents. Um, you know, it, the, it exposed a little bit. Maybe some of the guys hit the wall. Uh, they depended too much on their defense and the goaltending, and hats off to holy family they played a they played a great game uh, defensively that 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 game got the overtime goal um gave eden prairie a, a good run on a big sheet jack jensen as you mentioned swept the puck away from the goal line in the last minute so eden prairie another trip to the xl energy center
2: five out of six years it's incredible
1: i mean you look at uh you know this section that area uh, before Edina used to be in that section, so they were fighting through them, too. And Vanilla. No, and they weren't,
3: Edina and Eden Prairie were not in the same section. Yeah, they
1: were. Yeah, years back.
3: Not when Burnsville was in, making those runs. Maybe Edina was in six. Or Edina right. was in two, and Eden Prairie was in six. Okay, I'm thinking girls. Yeah, girls. No, hot, he, girls well, and and Edina and Eden
2: Prairie were both in six for a long time. Long time, far,
1: long time.
3: Yeah, but probably not for the last ten years. Well, maybe not the last <laughs> ten years.
1: <laughs> but at some point, they were... Uh, but for I mean, a long time,
3: that section included Burnsville, Edina. Yep. That was a section final maybe four out of four or five okay. years. And then um, Prior Lake started to get a little better, and Holy Angels was at the top of that and then yep. it fell down. And Shakopee's yep. and, and also in there.
0: <laughs>
1: Shakopee slows up every year for the quarterfinals. They're there every year. So how far can Eden Prairie make it, Dan?
2: Well, I a weird. nice
1: draw, again, just it's like sections. Eight. I mean, they went through. They went... Metro West, <laughs> Metro West, Wright County to get the state. Didn't have to go through a late conference opponent. Now they get middle, middle of the road. Is that safe to say, guys? Middle of the road, South Suburban team?
3: Led by former Burnsville coach Yanni Kimmelho.
2: Yeah. And then possibly Blaine.
1: Yep, who they've beaten in Maybe. a wild seven to six game back in December. But it's
2: amazing. Blaine has only lost two games all year. I think people forget about it.
3: I think white isn't White, white Bear Bar- Lake in blame. I think White Bear Lake's going to be the semifinal opponent.
0: That'd be White Bear Lake's first ever quarterfinal win at state, right? Oh wow! They've been there like twenty-five times and never won a quarterfinal game or something like that. Really? I could be wrong about that, but there's some it's so, it's some crazy like streak White Bear Lake has at the state that I think it is. That I don't think they've ever won a quarterfinal game.
3: Kind of like a South St. Paul streak where, <laughs> back in the early seventies. I think 60s. that's
1: right, but I'm not. You know, don't sure. Well,
0: we'll, I mean, we'll, for, we'll
1: go with it for this. Well, wiper. I mean, wipers probably excited to be back there after Hill Murray has just dominated that uh, that section championship uh, over the years, and so nice to have some new
3: blood. Except I mean, for a few w- good Stillwater teams. Yeah, that beat Still Hill Murray, right? I would w- four.
0: Yeah, Stillwater, Wiper Lake, Hill Murray are the yeah. three teams that usually
1: come out of. I was cool. hoping Brainerd would beat Moorhead to have, because Brainerd's never been. They can have a little new blood. I mean, well, Andover, and Northeast.
2: But look at Class A. They got seven to seven. eight teams or now.
1: Tatino Grace, if they just uh, done it uh, last Friday, we would had an all new field. And that's good. I mean, you look at the Minnesota River team, you know, it makes up like the Centers, St. Peter, Belle Plaine. I'm probably missing two Montgomery, other ones. Montgomery, Cleveland. Uh, when you make the state tournament for the first time, what that does for all those communities, you know, you're know, you going to start seeing a few more youth kids come out for hockey because that's going to be, the, you know, those guys played at the Excel Energy Center. And so I think it's fun to see some new blood. Um,
3: I, think the, I think the most fascinating one is Greenway because when I yeah. was up on the Iron Range working up there, Greenway led by Geno Geyer, and the guy, his son, they were a power. They were a class 2A power. Mm-hmm. And then when the yep. State High School League dropped down, they went. Back then, People, a lot of people don't know that the only team that refused, Grand Rapids could have gone down when they decided to go to two classes. All those, the Hibbings, Greenway, International Falls, they all wanted to go down because they wanted to dominate and prove that they could play. Rozo and Grand Rapids were the only two that refused to go down up there. And then Greenway had that run, and then they went back up. And didn't they win one with Geyer's son? Yeah.
2: Eden Prairie lost to Geyer with uh, Mike Erickson. And then the I, program, I, and then
3: Geyer left, and the program went almost absent. For,
0: Greenway won the first Tier Two state title, mm-hmm. I believe, in 94, whatever Something that was. Like that, yeah.
3: And then when Geyer left, it went. It was like they, the hockey didn't exist up there anymore. Yeah. And then they came back to, to see that program it was in Colerain, Greenway and Colerain, to see them back. Yep. Beating Grand Rapids, they're all tribal. And that's pretty cool because that's Hermant a no, they beat Hermantown. They beat Hermantown. They beat Hermantown. They beat Hermantown. Yeah, they beat, they beat Grand Rapids in, their, in the regular season, and that's right. a yeah, that's fierce a big, rivalry. Right. I mean, to see them back, yeah, that's, that's cool. a big hockey town when I, for a little little town.
1: I, I look at Greenway, and you look at the top A programs, they're playing double A. Hermantown, they've already said, we got to play... We've got to play double A competition to get us ready. Well, Greenway came down to Chaska in January for just a Friday game. They didn't come for a Saturday. They came to a Friday game, took them to, to overtime. So, you know, it's good to see programs willing to do that to improve themselves. The East has done it for years, where they'll come down and play two games over a weekend. The teams from up north they benefit from coming down and playing some of these teams and. You saw that at the end of the year, so it's yeah. Pat,
3: Pat Geyer's the coaching. Pat yeah. Gino was, yeah. was the Gino. was, was, played was played the, played the gopher. gopher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I remember sitting him in the stands at some games, with hibbing and sitting him, watch talking to him about hockey and how frustrated the two class system made him, and how he did not want to, uh, he did not want to go down. But they all a lot of those schools agreed to go down because they wanted to dominate. And, right. and for the first part of that section seven eight, they dominated that with the exception then Red Wing and Johnny right. Pohl came along and probably knocked them off. Well, and then they've yeah. kind of been up and back down, and they've kind of got over that. But
0: My biggest memory of Greenway is 86-87. Them and Kennedy, our high school, mm-hmm. were one-two teams all year long, and Greenway came down to the big and played a regular season game, and that was the fullest I've ever seen the balloon and Ice Gardens. There he had 3,000 people in there, and it was just a barn burner of a game. Hmm. Yeah. And those two teams met in the state semifinals again, which before seeding, they were the two best teams that should have met in the finals. And so Greenway's been good for a long time. Good to see them come back. Yeah,
3: there. yeah. I mean, if you ever, they always talk about the rozo uh, War Road rivalry. You know, Greenway Grand Rapids is as good as it gets to. I mean, that's a pretty intense rivalry up there. Right.
1: But You guys said memories. What's, yeah, I know the obvious answer, it's everyone's, but. W- you know, along with the Apple Valley Duluth game in the mid '90s, uh, what are your favorite state tournament memories? 75 years the state high school league has been uh, playing uh, you know hot boys hockey state tournament. So,
2: well, mine clearly is when <laughs> Kyle Rolfs scored the yeah. game winner in three overtimes against Duluth East, sliding on his belly, yeah, that's pretty and right I mean, right in front of me, and uh, that. That goes down as one of the better goals in the the 75-year history of the tournament.
3: I remember, was it 96? Was it the East Apple Valley game? Yep, yep. I remember I was working at the Misabi Daily News in Virginia, and I remember Bill Hanna, the editor up there, we were watching that game, and he kept holding the press for that game to finish. He wanted that in. And Good he choice. kept holding it and holding it, and it just kept going on and <laughs> on and on. I remember that decision. Did he me. get We're it really in? Watching. We did get it in. But, I mean, it probably probably got yelled at because it probably cost a lot of overtime yeah, for the wow. press people back then. It was just pasted up, and you ran it through the press. There's no computers back then that just right. put it all in. 96. It's crazy. I was
1: reminded that was only a semifinal game. Yep. Apple Valley had to come back and, and win the next day. Um, despite playing five overtime[s], and so I just remember like that game will always uh, stick out for me because I was 15 years old, and yep, this is how times have changed. I was watching it on a RCA 13-inch TV in my room, and you know it's one o'clock in the morning. I've got sisters that are sleeping in the room next. My parents are probably sleeping, so I'm trying to keep it down. But there was save after save. There was breakaways. It was it won- Apple
3: Valley Goring? Gary Carl Gary Goring,
1: yeah. You know, I just thought that you, you think of a five overtime game, it's going to get sloppy. Um, you're you're going you're going to see fatigue, and it just seemed like those guys just kept going. Well, and that's why it was so memorable chance, because yeah. it wasn't
0: sloppy overtime hockey. It yeah. was back and forth, up and down. Was that the state sh-
3: tournament that Speedheart scored the three straight hat tricks, or was it the no? That was before, no, before. That was when they the year before. they
0: stopped the Jefferson run. Yep. Jefferson was so on was like 95? a 95 game win streak and Crowley. nine straight wins at state tournament and then they met in, this, in the that was 95 f- then right they yeah, met exactly. in the quarterfinals
1: and the they 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 blew them out blew these did
0: right did, it was like yeah seven to three Spihr was on
3: the 96 team too right? yeah yeah yeah.
1: He had, yeah so he had yeah he had a hat trick in every all three
3: games I, when I worked up I just remember how the section final was Spihar. Duluth East against Grand Rapids. And Rapids had Aaron Miskovich at the time, yeah. Mr. Hockey. Yeah. And Miskovich, as good as he was in high school, couldn't get couldn't get past Bihar in those in those uh, section final games. Keith yeah. Henderson was the Virginia coach. I'll never forget when I saw Miskovich, who played for the Gophers four years, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll never forget sitting there at uh, watching him as a sophomore, watching him skate up the ice, and he was probably the most gifted skater I've ever seen, Miskovich. And I talked to Keith Hendrickson. I said, God that Miscavich, he is something else. Keith Hendrickson, he won't be, a, he'll never make a, he'll never be a pro. Yeah. Just flat out. I was like, what do you mean he'll never be? He'll never make it beyond college. And I, I didn't, I mean, I was not a hockey expert. I was starting to learn. I was like, why? He goes, he's got st- stone hands.
0: <laughs>
3: and I didn't know what that meant until I started watching. And I realized, yeah, he's, he can't. When he, I watched him. He couldn't catch a puck. Yeah. I mean, you could have. He could have been as slow as slow as possible to him, I mean, he had stone. He had the best skating speed you ever seen, but he never made it. Never right. made it. I just always remember him saying, "He'll never make it. He right. can't catch a puck." If
1: you only had Gordon Bombay as his coach, <laughs> <laughs> a dozen eggs out there, can't he teach, would have. He would have been something. Can't but teach hands. Fortunately, Gordon teachable. Bombay is fictional, and you know, I just think that. Uh, you know, with the state tournament here, you know, I think back to last year as well, Minnetonka. Being in a building, watching a high school sport with 18,000 people in it, that's incredible. You know, and I know people from around the country see it and they're like, wow, you know, um, they've had, you know, different guys come in and call the games Lou Nanny, despite his age, comes back every year and does telecasts. Um, it's something special. You know, and being a reporter last year, watching Minnetonka win three straight games on three straight days, you know, he, uh, it, it's something to be. It's something to, for everybody to kind of get behind. It. I know um, all the games are, are well watched on the TV. It's it's on it's on everyone's TV this weekend. So it would be exciting times. I know it, uh, on Sunday we'll probably have some award winners from our area uh, at the at the banquet and such. Um, a bunch of our, a bunch of the kids from our area are up for, you know, Mr. Hockey, Senior Defenseman of the Year, goaltend, Senior Goaltender. So this week, Mike Kester from Chaska was named uh, the Star Tribune uh, Player of the Year. Uh, obviously, the first, <laughs> obviously the first Chaska kid. But uh, you know, David Levake from the Star Tribune told me last week. I think he was kind of hinting uh, at me when we were at the section final. He's like, "I feel like it's the year of the defenseman." You know, there's some good, there's some good forwards. Brzezinski kid from Blaine, like you said, Jack Jensen from from Eden Prairie. But there's some there's some top end talent on the blue line. A lot of those kids come from our our area: Middlestead, Ludkey and Doctor from from Minnetonka, uh, Kester from from Chaska. So it'll be an exciting an exciting weekend of hockey. And I do s- have
3: I do have one memory. Okay. Burnsville and Burnsville made it in 2007. And they played Grand Rapids. I, I want to say it was Grand Rapids in the semifinals. And they were down two goals with about four minutes to go. I left. <laughs> oh. Thinking it's over. Flipped, you called, on, it? flipped on the radio. Two go- They tied it up.
0: you turn around I was that. in the
3: parking lot. <laughs> no, I, they tied it up and then they lost in overtime to Rapids 4 3. Yeah, it was right there. Well, That's
1: a great story. Dan Barrero always says from from KFAN that he was sitting at the Star Tribune building, and this game, that, that Apple Valley Duluth East game, is going to you know certain. He grabs his credentials and starts bolting towards Saint Paul to be a part of it. You know, like I learned, you know, like,
3: I learned from that game because <laughs> what was it? 2009, Ber- Burnsville won the state baseball tournament, down five nothing in the. Bottom of the seventh. I was getting ready to leave. <laughs> I was out the door and I remember I saw some guy and I started talking to him and I look up and it's five one, five two, and I'm like, Oh my and they came back. I was out the that guy saved me. I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> well they our section hockey
0: picks were so good. Let's do it again in state. Who's gonna win the Is he dining the prohibitive favorite?
3: They are. Definitely.
1: Are they gonna win it all? I don't think they have it. I, 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 I mean, I have not seen them a ton this year. Uh, I just feel like it's going to be an upset year, I, I do think. and But I don't, you know, Blaine, I think, is the logical upset pick.
3: Well, St. Thomas?
1: Yeah. It's not as – well, their yeah. worst team in years. But, I'll, you know, I'll say this about St. Thomas. It's the last year the Vanellis are coaching. So do they, you know, does that, that spark them? uh but man, I man, if we're coming out of that four, four, five spot, you're not. You're you're beating. You're beating a team of equal competition. You're beating. So you're beating. If St. Thomas is to win it, they're gonna have to beat Duluth East, last year's runner-up, Adina, the number one seed, and then potentially something like Blaine or Eden Prairie or White Bear Lake or something like that. So uh, that's a pretty tough road for a St. Thomas. The kid. team that
3: wouldn't surprise me winning it is Duluth East. They just they always know when to turn it on. They have they, it. They have it. Ryder
1: Donovan, an incredible player, scored the game winner against Andover. Uh, that would be that would be a nice little pick. I they just The
3: Metro's probably looking for a Eden Prairie edina final. Oh, yeah. The Up North is looking for Moorhead Duluth East, right?
2: Yeah, I mean Eden Prairie's looking for a fourth times a the charm. They've lost to Edina three times already this year. They're kinda in their heads right now. So. Yeah.
1: I, I just think <clears throat> that goaltending is such a big thing this time of year. Defenses, um, I like what Eden Prairie got in the sections, but they've been they've been exposed at times this year. And you, you look at the rest of them. There's there is no big name goaltender. There's no Charlie Glockner this year. Um, so it, it, no it'll Reggie be no Reggie Miracle. No Reggie <laughs> Miracle. <laughs> there's a, so, <laughs> a name. There's no. Uh, so I think it's going to be a pretty wide open field. I but Edina's. Probably got the most scoring depth, which is always nice this time of year right. when you can skate a third
2: line yeah, and, when and a Chorsky score. Only has ten goals. Yeah, jeez.
1: So, well, all right, let's go around. I'll, st- I'll 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 go the I'll go I'll go Blaine. I'm gonna go with something way different.
2: Okay, I'm gonna them. go with the East. Let's go pick kind of Eden Prairie burned me in section. <laughs> Eden Prairie.
1: Woo! Should we go off the board. Somebody's got to take a Dina. I mean, they're the
0: number well, one seat. I guess it's time for White Bear Leg, but yeah, Edina's, I'll take Edina.
1: <laughs> the fourth pick, he gets a Dina. What, right. what a draft. I know. Holy moly. Well, that kind of segues a little bit, sort of, kind of, the basketball.
3: Because Edina's in that section. Sure, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and Eden Prairie.
1: Uh, and it's wide open. Boys basketball.
3: Are you over your seed? 21,
1: seeking? 20, uh, I am over it. Okay. I still don't I, the, I don't, I still don't understand how you can say, so my big gripe was Chaska 21 and 5, 5th seed, Shakopee 21 and 5, 4th seed, Chaska went to Shakopee and, One. and, and won. So how can you seed, how can you seed Shakopee, who's got a loss at home to Chaska, over them? And, you know, all I got from the dads from Shakopee or the whoever from Shakopee is, well, we beat Eden Prairie in Edina. Okay, Chaska beat Edina uh, as well. That same same two day stretch. So in essence, you're saying Shakopee's win over Eden Prairie by two points is better than Chaska's win at Shakopee. It's not. Why play head to head games? So. It doesn't matter because they'd still be in the four, or five seed. would be playing at Chaska. Chaska already won a shot. If they're gonna win, they're gonna win. No, uh, they're gonna win either place. But it just shows you this section. I Two that, twenty-one teams. Well, it,
2: are, I think that, it, it, came, that that vote came down to one point. One
1: point. Yeah.
0: It was clear the coaches went in and didn't really think head-to-head was that they went overall. Not even strength, but they overall, which is probably the way to go about it. But when you find when you get down to the the four or five and you're trying to pick into who then maybe two teams maybe you go head to head and well, see that's it. what you, it's hard to that's what them. happens I, I though th- i mean I you
2: what they happened seed. was eden prairie beat hopkins the night before and i think that threw a big wrench into it i mean Eden prairie was probably looking at the four
3: if they hadn't beat hopkins and then you know Really, just based on that, because I would—I I think they were on the three line the whole time. Even if I, I thought they—I I thought
1: Eden Prairie was going to be the three, Adina was going to be the two, but uh, apparently, uh, what they, what Eden Prairie can do and what they—you know—obviously the Hopkins game showed uh, weighed more than what Adina yeah. has done um, down the stretch. And Adina has been healthier than Eden Prairie. I get that, uh, but uh, I just thought—I I just thought it. So the, the process is Thursday. You
3: want head to head have some meaning. If head to head has some meaning then then Wentz over Eden Prairie and he Dinah puts them almost on the two line.
1: Yeah, but again you have to think about so everybody beat a Dinah. Everybody why, every, why are they yeah. on
3: the three line?
1: Because they played in the late conference and they beat Hopkins, why And they also well, have where, wins
3: over Holy Family. So uh, a bunch of a couple other Class A teams, Vanild, um, well, uh, Mayor Anthem Academy. They, it's not like their A wins were all juggernauts. Okay,
1: well Shakopee's Shockabee's 2019 schedule: three winning teams on it. But they three can't. Winning but they, can't teams they can't. They, they can't they didn't, control they what
3: their conference is.
1: Well, then neither can Chaska. So that's why they're seeded fifth, is because they're playing the Metro West Conference. The Res- SEC reputation helped shock me out despite the sec
0: being awful yeah the i mean basketball this year their,
1: their two best wins in 2019 are Eastview. but if you're going to seed four and five how can you say these two teams are 21 and five they played an equally you know poor schedule poor schedule in 2019 because coaches don't look at that like well that. they should i mean it's as simple as it's come on
3: they then do, what, but you they, think Prior Lake's gonna vote? You think Prior Lake wanted to see Prairie Dine on the four line, three, four, five line? No.
1: No, and but but Chask and Chocopee are in that four or five. So if you have, if you're just debating putting them four and five, you know, and I, I just it, it doesn't matter. Vote it's on, gonna be they don't
3: vote on merit. They vote on what's best passed for their team. They don't vote on they don't go in there voting on they don't they Prior Lake went in there looking how can we avoid. A semifinal game against Idina. Oh, I
1: get that, but that doesn't change the seeding for Chaska. If you see Edina you see the in the Imperials two three, it doesn't change. Doesn't change Shakopee and, and Chaska. And
3: but. another factor is these coaches, these non-lake coaches, like to see the the lake teams in semifinal matches. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. So. So they vote. They they figure it out. They, they, it's not hard to figure out the math in the vote. How oh. do you think section? of coaches from section one would have seated them.
0: Uh, Lakeville North would put Chakabi down low because Lakeville North crushed Chakabi
1: twice, and Chaska beat Lakeville North. So but Lakeville North, so. I don't think Lakeville North is too impressed with Chakabi right now. And that's like, another thing. So Chaska is the five seed, yet they're the only team beating uh, Prairie to, beat Lakeville and okay. Lakeville. Yep, but Chakabi Chaka did. Chaska, Chaska lost beat them. So. 20, so, yeah. And one it, of the
2: losses with, was with Garcia. Yeah.
1: Uh, So, since we are so great with our hockey picks, (laughs) who is playing here? So, we've got a better chance of this. Who are the two teams playing in next Friday's section championship game?
3: Prior Lake's a lock.
1: Prior Lake against Eden Prairie. What if, what if, okay, Prior Lake versus Eden Prairie, Todd's got. What if, what if Dawson Garcia, he's,
2: he's
3: already been cleared to play. He's
2: just sitting out waiting. Okay. I say Prior Lake and Eden Prairie as well. Eden Prairie defends our section title. I say Prior Lake, Eden Prairie.
0: Eden Prairie is going to win the section. I've got Prior Lake, Eden Prairie. <laughs> Guys, this is supposed to be. Uh, so why? They're the two best
3: teams. There you go. Okay. They're the two best teams, and and if if you would have said if Edina was on the four line, then I might go with Edina, Eden Prairie, yeah. but I I don't. I don't see Shakopee or Chaska giving, unless Pryor Lake plays awful, and Ch- I mean, any one of those teams could beat. Yeah, but I just don't see it happening.
1: Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I think it would have to for Chaska to beat Shakopee and Prior Lake to get to the finals. They're going to need to get a lot of production from guys who haven't given them consistent production all season. Cole Nicholson's been fantastic. He's literally willed them to many wins down the stretch, but they're going to need a lot more. Even even tonight's game, we're recording this on Wednesday. Even tonight's game against Shakopee, they're going to need something more from somebody besides uh, Nicholson to to advance just to the semifinals. So, um, I, and I just think Eden Prairie is the strongest five, the strongest starting five right. in the section, and it most nights that's enough for them (laughs) and you know you bring a couple guys off the bench who can contribute but um, I just think that that Eden Prairie is so balanced they can if one guy is not having a good night some guy picks it up and there's not a lot of teams that can consistently say it Uh, one of these five guys could be our leading scorer tonight and nobody can guard Garcia so if Garcia is healthy he's ready to go he's even playing at 75 percent of what he was
3: i don't see i think it's more of a chemistry thing with them because jones has played so well since um they've got other uh like trey i can't even pronounce his last name in a show or something like that he's been scoring now the ball is not going to be he ain't going to get the ball <laughs> yeah. you know, the ball is going to be gone for him it's Nissan will still control the ball jones is not going to get he's going to have to go back to scrapping. And getting rebounds if Garcia is in, a, so it could be a chemistry thing with right. him not being around for. That's 10, why I new thought games. they would put play him. Why? Why the not? Word play word is say the word is he's playing. He's not playing tonight. I right, see. I, I think and that's bad. He
1: got to play him against Jefferson. And I think he's not to win against
3: but. the semifinals. I that's love. I heard he was playing four back. four minutes in the last game and then eight minutes Jefferson, but he didn't play the last game of the regular season at Rosemont. So it it may be a – you know, they may be – what could get them is he comes back and they've won – they've lost one game at Lakeville North since he's been out and they've been destroying teams. I mean, they're just not – they're being teams by 30. So he comes back. He's going to command the ball. So will it – will there be a chemistry thing going on? That that could be the one thing that derails them. But I think that's where it's a huge advantage for a team
2: like Eden Prairie or even Edina – with the schedule they play, I mean, when's the last time?
3: I mean, Prior Lakes played Lake, Lake North. <laughs> last time they played another good team was, I mean, when they has been. Shockley,
0: but they beat Shockley by. Without 20 that without game. Garcia.
3: So. And then they had games early in the year at Park Center, East Ridge. They'll argue that. Um, I mean, well, they always talk about their conference being good, but they've had a beat Eastview in overtime at home, where the game that they should have won. It'll be interesting. I mean,
1: Dan, are we shortchanging Edina? There you I mean, because Edina, adi- <laughs> adina in the last month, roughly, has beaten number one Hopkins, whatever wise that is ranked, and Eden Prairie.
3: Creighton, dog, and Creighton, Dom- and, and, and then, I mean, and NA, a, a- you look at their Eastridge.
1: schedule. I
2: mean, the Eden Prairie coach says Edina's the one team that's played a schedule similar to theirs. Yeah, they play,
3: they play Hopkins, yeah. Eden Prairie, Wiseau. That's six games right there, and then they throw them. i mean, just saying that if you went by their strength of schedule, you want to go talk about wins, and you see some of the wins of – some of the A teams, like some of the lower three A teams, two A teams, played. They haven't played. They didn't have ten of those games. They have like five. They, they <laughs> played. They
2: play Holy
1: Family because uh, Joe Berger, the Dyna coach, is former coach of the Holy Family. I don't
3: have those. No so they're good, they're with good
1: friends. Uh, so my thing with the Dyna, they have the best. They have the best shooter, um, Middleton. Middleton. I mean he he's fantastic. Outside of Garcia, healthy. Milton is the scariest player in this one because he could drop 40 points if he gets hot. And they have a post who can, uh, you know, do some stuff down low. They've gotten some younger pieces to come up. Um, I remember a couple of weeks ago we were like, Edina's going to be the five because they've lost everybody, and then they rolled off all these wins, and now it's like.
2: And hasn't Edina beat, knocked Prior Lake out the last two years, I think?
1: Me last year. So that's why no, he's wait, saying
2: either
3: I mean, glad, they're glad they're
1: to not close. have a Edina on their side of the bracket.
3: Yeah, they've lost to Dinah semifinals a couple years in a row, maybe three of the last four. Crow Lake's never made it to the final section final as a
1: 4-18. Well, do you guys remember what we talked about three, four weeks ago, point guards? And you're talking about a Edina. They had that Anders Nelson. Uh, you know, he was a big big part. Point guard, point guard play is huge this time of the year. And I feel like
3: Pirate Lake's guard play is, is, has been better than I yeah. thought it would be. You've got to, me, to me, I mean, everybody looks at Garcia, but Robert Jones can take over a, a basketball game defensively, blocking shots, and right. if he scores. he Not at the three-point line, he can. not The way they play defense, he can rush out. He can block some of those shots, too. I mean, he is a dominant. He's the best defender shot blocker in that section, and he can make a big impact. It, a lot of depends going to be it depend on how Garcia flows back into that rhythm, and the ball is now being distributed differently. How they handle that, because one or two, it, it only takes one game to knock you out, and one it might take one game for them to get that kind of rhythm back. Right.
1: So. Girls basketball, who makes it to state from our area? We've got Eden Prairie versus Shakopee. Holy Family is in the Section Five Double A championship up in Saint Cloud and jordan jordan in the who destroyed norwood, yeah. two lost norwood young america uh ranked number seven in the state jordan's in the section two double-a championship so we have four teams playing for championships somebody's going from from the top class
3: chocobie uh, chocobie will
1: beat dean
0: prairie jordan will beat st peter oh man you're gonna be busy so i'll be
1: down at the target center all week at week long next week uh, williams arena and there's a lot of games at Williams Arena and Maturi Pavilion because there is something going on at Target Center next week. Whatever. Du, 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 whatever it is,
0: I'll be down in Minneapolis somewhere watching you basketball go. next week.
2: Well, I mean, Shakopee is the only section team Eden Prairie didn't play, and you know they're a complete contrast to styles from when they played Prior Lake last week, which was all pressure, and from the sounds of it. Shakopee is all patience you know.
0: they Def- are Defense yeah, I too. think they might have saw what Prior Lake did against <laughs> Eden Prairie they might try to put a little pressure on Eden Prairie on Friday just to
2: well, when you've got a you're starting a point guard in Eden Prairie who will be starting your second game ever
0: that's why I think Shakopee <laughs> will put the pressure on but Eden Prairie has found ways to win all year long yeah, so. they, have, they want a they're, lot. Big.
3: they're skilled up front they got some big kids They did struggle with Prior Lake's press because they were up 13 on Prior Lake, and you know we were talking. I don't think they got it over half court. About four minutes stretch there where Prior Lake just came back. Maybe, I, I mean, I'd give if I wanted to give the Eden Prairie coach a little advice, I mean, you might want to just throw over the top of the press. <laughs> twice, You're hearing
1: that, Ellen? Maybe once over or twice.
3: Top. I mean, all ten kids were on the same side of the court, and when they passed it in, they released. But they never released before the ball was passed in. I feel like they could have just thrown a couple over the top to loosen that up. Never once did they do that, It was and it was a slugfest.
1: Well, Eden Prairie was without their starting <coughs> point guard. He was they're out hard, for the season with, hard, with a hard, knee yeah. injury, so... That was her first game without her, so you would expect some some things. Uh, and they did, do you have a week to – They p-
2: did win by what, 12? 11, I think. 60, yeah, I mean, it, 50, was a, it was a tie game with Eleven. five,
3: four minutes to go. Prior I late. They, they, they started getting in too much foul trouble. Even Perry started getting too much to the line. And their big gun, Hoffchilds, who had 19 and could get in the lane, had no – she was not confident. How many times have you seen her walk down the court – no matter who's guarding her just lift up and shoot a three right over her she, she didn't have lift on her J she couldn't do that she was hesitant with that so that took half of her game away she did get in the lane and create she did hit a couple threes early but she had no lift on her J and that when you have to go out and guard that then it makes them that much more difficult. She just—I I, mean—I can't think of how many times she just comes down oh, the court, dribble, she dribble, did about dribble, ten times. There could be a girl week. that's six, you know, speed on her, and she'll just boom, boom, and lift up and shoot right over. She could not; she didn't have the lift because of that ankle injury in that J to do that.
1: Yeah, Eden pra- I mean, Shockaby's gonna want to try to win forty-nine to forty-five, and Eden Prairie's just been in so many tight Eden games, Prairie's Dan.
2: Seven, seven games by five or fewer points. Yeah five by two or fewer, and they've won all of them. Yeah, Every so month.
1: they just know how to get done. I, I, Shakabee did play really, really well against Chaska, but Chaska also was out there starting point guard. They were a mess. They, they had eight points at halftime. They got, you know, you, you're down 16. They got it within four, but ran out of gas, and I just think that most most teams most good teams would have beaten Shackey that day right. so yeah. and Shacobee played great you know, they played a good defensive game, but they went stretches without scoring too. They, they can't, can do, they can do that. They can't they can't do that against uh, you know, against Eden and Prairie teams. So I'd take Eden Prairie. Holy Family, they've beaten their they're fourteen and 0 against class double A teams. They'll find a way to in their fourth consecutive section championship game to go back to State. Jordan, who's Jordan got? St. Peter, a four seed out of the south subsection,
0: who has beaten, previously unbeaten, number one seed Medford in the semifinals, and then beat number two seed last night, Waterville. Waterville. So, Jordan's the number two seed from the north subsection.
1: So. The battle of 169. 169. You and Pat Beck will be covering that game on, what is it, Saturday? Friday
0: night, 745 tip-off after the 2A championship game.
1: How long of a commute is that for you? It's about an hour, 15 minutes. How long is uh, your commute from that to Eden Prairie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. About 15 minutes. I won't be
0: hitting both games. <laughs> do, you always, do you
3: always stop at that Dairy Queen right on the way home? I don't stop anywhere.
0: it
1: closed. It's winter. Plow right through it.
3: But Dairy Queen's not closed in the way.
1: Sure, most of them are. years, Bra- I think, are closed during the... Uh, Dude, that one's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, the one in Belle Plaine you're talking about?
3: No, the one where you kind of you just kind of get out of Mankato and then you kind of go through St. Peter and then there's a Dairy Queen right there.
1: The one right across that's the street that's from Cambria? That's, out there that's yeah, not that's, there anymore. That has that's been there for years. Ten years. Well, maybe, uh, no. The one by LeSueur Henderson?
3: Maybe it's a McDonald's, I don't know. The fast food joint. There, right there, there. They, you <laughs> don't get that, you got to wait all that. <laughs> I all
1: think time. it was an A&W root beer that used to be right there used outside, be a, of outside of Cambria. Outside of
0: Mankato, there used to be a Dairy Queen yeah. right on the river
3: you um, got
2: to get through St. Peter first. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I've it's been not a nice
0: 169, stretch out it's time. to the left. Like it, yeah, I, I'm focused on the road. <laughs>
3: I always seem to get busted on that. I'm like, it's a long way back. Yeah, <clears> I, need right. a, I need a burger. Oh, man.
0: That's it for Sports for Dummies this week. I'm Todd Ablin with Dan Huss, Eric Crowsher, and Tom Chardon. Rachel Minsky is our producer.